You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. So I, I was talking to a fellow the other day, and uh, um, he was telling me that um, he'd been to several hypnotists and, and this, this, this feeling, it, it comes and goes. And so I listened to him long enough, and he told me everything I needed to know. And, and people will, if you listen to them, uh, they'll tell you everything you need to do to help them. So um, one of the most important tools that I have is the ability to listen without moving ahead. You know, if, if you're talking to someone and their eyes are darting around, they're already trying to think ahead what they're going to say. But unconditional listening is you, just, you set everything down and you just listen. And sometimes when they finish talking, I'll say, give me a moment to process what you just said. And then I will feed back to them exactly what they said. And when you do that, they know that you're listening. And before they will allow you to help them, they have to know that you care. And listening is the very first step in caring, is listening unconditionally I think that's building trust, right? Oh, Especially absolutely. in oh, yeah. your position. Absolutely. Because if they don't trust the experience, it's hard for them to yeah. be all in. When, when, a, when a client comes in the door, I have two types of clients. One that comes in the door from advertising, and they are checking you out. They are full of doubts. And another one from a referral, and they're a little more open because their friends have got results. And so they are expecting results. But I'm still starting with resistance. People are very, you know, we, there's so much false news and stuff out there. They walk in there hopeful that you can help them. But they have a lot of fear that you can't. And are you just selling them smoke and mirrors? So I'm starting out behind. And so I'm like the swan that's swimming, going across the lake. I look smooth on the outside, but I'm paddling like heck underneath the water because I'm doing everything I can to build trust, to listen to them, to show them I truly care, and explain how hypnosis works. I can't tell you how many people have come to me and been under, to other hypnotists that never explained what they were doing. And I said, well, I think it's important you know what's happening here and how it works so that it makes sense to you and so that you're a full partner in this. Because all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. It all happens inside of the client. And they need to understand that I'm only their guide. And I have to listen to know what they need to help them get the changes that they want. But I can't do anything without them be a part of the team. They have to be willing to be a part of that team. So I'm breaking down that resistance in many ways before I ever get started. I believe that, especially with um, the misconceptions of hypnotism, right? Oh, Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I mean, going into today, 
the the lack of understanding or knowledge of the subject is huge, which is nice it to is. have the conversation with somebody who's an expert in it. And and when I first started studying, I had no idea what it was. It just fascinated me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, you know, I was read several courses, and I thought, wow, this isn't anything I thought what it was. But uh, and it still fascinates me. I still see things with clients that amaze me. Uh, you know, when you when you go to a magician, and and it and you can't understand what happened, that's magic. But the ma- magician knew what's happened. There's sometimes I help people, and I'm still trying to figure out what happened. But it's it, they get the results, and that's when I I believe there is a spirit involved. And I believe in the Holy Spirit that can make those can that I always open to be in in, in my office. Uh, and I don't sell that. I don't sell that. I, 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 I give people what they come for. And a lot of them don't know what they come for till they leave. That's true. So, Wally, um, I want to take, as we're four minutes into this, I'm going to take a quick second to introduce you to the people that are four minutes into this. Okay? Okay. Um, one, try to stay within right about a fistful. Otherwise, it feels like it gets kind of choppy on the audio. But um, everybody, welcome to... Another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby. I will be your host today. And today I'm joined by Mr. Wally Post. Wally is um, <clears throat> the owner-operator of Anderson Hypnosis Center. And I met Wally at a Madison County Power Up, um, maybe not last week, but the week before. And he came up for 60 seconds and talked about um, you know his, his hypnosis center. And I looked at Eve next to me. I said, that's who we're getting on the podcast next. Um, one, because I, I didn't know that you existed until that meeting. And two, to give you a platform to talk about things that, you know, maybe don't always have a platform. So, Wally, I want to take a quick second to say thank you for being here. Yes. And then I want to go ahead and, you know, we've, we've talked already both on air and off air. I want to go ahead and take things uh, a couple step backs and tell us about what brought you into your current field and what you did um, beforehand. Well, I was an electrician for 36 years, and um, at, at the end of that, that 36 years, I had a triple bypass, so uh, you can't do anything for 10 days, uh, and so I'm kind of bored, and uh, I'd always had an interest in the field of hypnosis, had no idea what it was, and so I started, I got online, and, and I bought a course, and one course led to another and to a book, and, and um, I was just fascinated with, with what I was learning, and uh one day, my wife said, you know, you're spending, we are retired, you're spending a lot of money on these courses and books. And I said, there's a, a, a school in Indianapolis where you can become certified and start paying for some of this. And so that's kind of how it got started. What year was that? Let's see. Oh, goodness. Probably around 2012. What do you think? When, um, I, when I actually became, went through that certification. What do you think drew you towards it, like more and more and more? Well, I always, I've always been, my father was a minister. I've always been involved in the church. I've always been involved in helping people. And so I saw it as a, as a tool to help people. And there wasn't anything in Anderson that was doing that. And um, I'd always had the goal of having a, a job at home when I retired, is that I could do something and I didn't want to make birdhouses. So I just saw that as an opportunity of working at home part-time in my retirement and, and helping other people. So that's how I got started. So 2012, uh, it's now been a decade that you've been certified. Um, if you would put a number on it, do you know how many people you've um, worked I, with? I, I have no idea. 
I don't keep I don't keep numbers. Yeah, uh, I've, I've got a a lot of files, and so uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot of people. So I, you know, and and sometimes um, I've been doing uh, health fairs and stuff, and I've helped people at health fairs that that never show up in my files. Yeah, so um, uh, it's amazing. Uh, some people in in a five minute thing at a health fair can make a change that changes their life. Yeah. How would you describe uh, hypnosis to the average person who has only heard about it through Hollywood or? I like to do it. Well, it's a focused state where you become more suggestible. Uh, you're not asleep. It's opposite to sleep. It's an extraordinary state of being very wide awake. I like to call it your movie state. When you're watching a movie and, and even if you're in a theater, and you just kind of lose awareness of everything else, and it's almost as if you're in the movie. You feel the highs, you feel the lows, you feel the sadness and the happiness. And when the car crashes, you kind of jump like you're in the back seat. That's hypnosis. And it's that state that I'm able to go into that unconscious part of the mind and help people make the changes that they need that you can't reach from the outside. (laughs) I think that's a beautiful explanation. How do you... That's... I'm going to ask you about the class now. So when you're, when you're in the course and you're learning how to do the hypnosis itself, um, are you learning how to get someone to that state or what to do once they get to that state? Oh, my gosh. You're learning everything. So Because um, all I'm imagining is, you know, how they have the, the hand watch and they're, <laughs> they're pulling it in front of your head and, you know, you got the Scooby-Doo eyes that swirl up. That's, that's what's thinking in my head. Yeah, I, I've never used those. It's actually more about the voice than it is about... Uh, you know, you use eyes for fixation, but but um, it's more about the voice than it is about uh, about a watch or anything like that. You can if you get someone's fixed attention, you don't need a watch. You can guide them into that state very easily, and uh, we go in and out of hypnosis all the time. When you drive somewhere and you don't remember the last five stoplights, it happens all the time. Yeah. You're thinking about something else. Now you think, is that safe? Well, it is because the unconscious part of your mind is still driving the car. And every habit and every skill and every ability you have is at an unconscious level. Because when you first learned to drive, it was a nightmare because you had to consciously think of everything. But now it is so automatic that the ladies are putting on lipstick. We're talking on cell phones. We're looking out and waving at people. And we're pulling out into traffic at the same time because the driving is automatic. And any athlete's skill, when it becomes automatic, is when they really get good at it because it, it's just, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to consciously, you, when you're playing basketball, you can't consciously think, move to the right, li- throw the ball over here. It's just, it happens. You just, you do it because you've developed those skills and those skills are on automatic level. Same as smoking, same as overeating, same as anxiety. Those are all based at that unconscious level. And, and that's why people struggle to change because they can't get to that unconscious level to make those changes. Five per, only 5% of the people that go on diets keep the weight off because they don't change their programming. They're still a fat person trying to stay thin in their mind. And they still see themselves that way. And so they, they struggle to keep the weight off and they fail. Yeah. Some of them take 30 pounds off, and then two years later, you see them, they put it on plus 10. Yeah. Because they finally gave up. They couldn't continue that. And I've, I've seen that time and time again. 
And I think the hardest, I mean, I won't say the physical part's easy, but mental part's always the hardest. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I teach people. See, not only help you make the changes, I teach you how to continue doing that. I, it is self-hypnosis, so I'm teaching you self-hypnosis. I'm teaching you skills that will help you to continue. That's why people, after three or four sessions, they don't need to come back. They have recordings that will help them that I, that I make for them. And they have the tools that they can use that are very effective. That's why I can help people quit smoking in, in two sessions and guarantee it. Because I replace the bad habit with better habits that are effective. And the smoking are not, not effective. They don't relax you. Out of the 3,000 chemicals in cigarettes, none of them relax you. We think they relax us. But the, the funny thing is when we first learned to smoke... We never did that to relax. We did that to be cool, to fit in. But because we continue to do it in relaxing situations, we have built that association. It actually thickens your blood. It raises your blood pressure. It, it, it speeds your heart up. It does all the wrong things, and you're thinking it's relaxing you. And if it's so effective, why do you need 20 of them? Wouldn't one or two work? If you had a headache and you had to take a whole bottle of aspirin, would you think they're effective? Of course not. Of course not. But people keep doing this over and over and over. And uh, so they need help. And I have the help to do that. Well, and a lot of people, they look for an easy way out. They look for the patch. Yes. I'll chew some gum. We've become a, we've become a pill society. A, a pill for this, a pill for that. Even, even if you watch the movies, do you want the red or the green? And you know which movie I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Down <laughs> so, the rabbit hole we go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Down with Alice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if we were to um, talk about some of your greatest successes, would you say that those are coming from just forming good habits? Well, it, it, I think my greatest success, that's a, that's a tough question. I've never asked what my greatest success is. I, I think I, I, um, every person that comes through the door, I, I look for their success. So uh, what I see as a great success, another person might see as that was a good thing. I'm glad I did it. And, and a person I think is not a great success changed their lives. Um, I, I've, helped, uh, I've helped people through some real life struggles, divorces and things that... Uh, that they needed assistance. Um, I've, I've helped people. Uh, one gal I help, and, and when you check out my, um, my YouTube channel and my, the videos on my website, this one gal I had Tourette's, and, and she had like seven or ten ticks. And uh, we've eliminated all but like one, and, and that one is down to about a, from a ten down to a one, and, uh, which has totally changed her life. And uh, she had serious anxiety. And uh, she had a couple little girls that she couldn't get them to bed till 10 o'clock because she was so wound up. And, it, and, uh, and so that's one of the, the great success that I've had. And um, so, but I think every day I see miracles. And um, uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just thankful that I've had the opportunity to, to, to touch lives and uh, to find tools that are very effective. And I think that um, my skill set's important. I mean, it, um, uh, if you go to, um, do you know what they call a doctor that finishes at the bottom of his class? Dr. Death, right? They call him doctor. Okay, so 
I think it's important, and I'm constantly, I'm, I'm, I'm in several different groups that, um, uh, that I'm paying for educations to continue to, to learn and to, to develop. Uh, you, you can't live on your laurels. And um, I'm only as good as the next client I see. And um, so uh, I want to give them the very best. And uh, I want to give them the, and I want to give them the quickest results I can. Uh, I'm not there to drag it out for six or eight weeks. You know, if, if I can get them through and, and make amazing changes in two or three sessions and get them on with their life, that's what I want to do. And then they can share with others, right? You get to go to a great restaurant, you tell people about it. So uh, I'd might rather get people in, get them the results they need to get them out there, and then, then they'll send more people to me. Yeah, word of mouth is everything. Builds your credibility, right? Absolutely. Um, so how closely would you say hypnosis mirrors therapy in a sense? Well, I think people, when they think about hypnosis. <clears throat> Indiana has some, some weird uh, laws about that. Um, if you are a medical professional, you can take a hypnosis course. I didn't say it, a full set of education. But, uh, and and you, don't have to be, you don't have to be licensed to be a hypnotist anymore. They did away with that in 2011. But to, be, to carry the name of a hypnotherapist, which is therapy, you have to uh, be a medical professional and have taken a hypnosis course, and then you can give yourself that claim. I've gone through extensive studies to be a certified consultant hypnotist through the, through the uh, International uh, Hypnosis Society and um, the oldest and largest organization of hypnos- hypnotists in the, in the country. And um, I can't call myself a hypnotherapist because I'm not a medical professional. And that's just a law in Indiana. The laws across the whole country are, are it's, it's a wild west in many states. There's, some of them have no laws at all. So um, it's different everywhere. If I was in California, I would be a hypnotherapist because I have the training for that. So um, I, I, I'm not supposed to go out there and say I do therapy. Yeah. Um, so I can call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> You're helping people. I'm helping people. I'm, I'm educating them. I'm helping free them. And uh, that's what it's about, giving them what they come in for. And when I do, I do a, fo- I do a free phone consultation and then I'll tell them, I says, we're going to finish this consultation in your first session. And when I get to the point that I'm satisfied that you're in the right place, then I'll ask you, are you in the right place? And if you say no, you can leave at no charge. Okay. So I'm finishing the consultation as part of their first session. And I've, I've really ha- never had anyone walk out. Uh, so, um, but I give them that opportunity. And also I, I want that opportunity um, I have turned people away when they, they were resistant. And I said, uh, this isn't going to work because if you're, not w- res- if you're not willing to work with me, if you're going to be resistant, we can't accomplish this. And, uh, and, and, and on rare occasions, I've, I've said, this isn't going to work. So, or if a fellow comes in and he says, I want to quit smoking. I said, do you really want to? Well, he said, my doctor said I have to. I says, but do you want to? He says, well, not really. I said, well, come back when you want to. And he looks at me flabbergasted. I said, it's, it's, you know, you have to be in. You've got to put yourself in the game. You have to be willing to do what I tell you that you need to do, and, and we'll help you make those changes. But if you're not ready, if you're not willing, it's not going to happen. And you don't have to be 100%, 100% I'm, I want to quit, but I'm willing to, to do what you say. Okay. 
because sometimes there's still a there's still a physiological connection to smoking that I have to remove. Uh, so there's still that desire, but we can we can get rid of that with hypnosis. We can remove that. So they have to be all in. So with your leading questions that we talked about at the beginning, do you feel like that is when you get the buy-in from the client as you're trying to get, draw out what they are trying to fix anyways? What are you here for? Many times I'll get the buy-in uh, over the phone, uh, so be, even before they get there, but not always. Um, and, and it's crazy. Sometimes it's a second session before I really find out what they're there for. Um, I've, I've had people come in and um, they don't really completely open up in that first session. But they get some results, but the more, the more they open up, the better they do. And, and people do go deeper and, and get better results second session than they do the first. It's kind of like when you learn to swim, you just kind of get your feet wet the first day. But after you've been doing it for a while, you just dive in. You know, you just, the fear's gone. So some of them are still hanging on to a little fear. And uh, uh, so it, it's, everybody's different. That's what I love about it, that, that uh, no two people are the same. And no two people experience hypnosis the same. We are all hypnotic. It's a natural state of the unconscious mind. And if you didn't have an unconscious mind, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. You wouldn't be alive. Uh, it runs all of your body functions. It's 88% of your mind, whether you believe that or not. And uh, it's running your life. And if you want to, if you're happy with the way it's running your life, great. Did you ever go to a high school reunion? And within a very few moments, it's like you're back in high school. Everybody's the same. Uh, Bill still laughs like a hyena. Cindy still sits in the corner and, and pouts a little bit and a little shy. So we don't change. We may look different, but we don't change. And so hypnosis can be life-changing for people that have things that keep them from being what they want to be. And, and so um, that's what excites me. When, when somebody gets back control of their life, you see, one of the things I do is they, they think they're coming in to be hypnotized. They're actually coming in to be dehypnotized from the world. They're already hypnotized. And they're coming in to be freed from all those fears, all that trauma, all that anxiety, all those nasty, silly, stupid habits that they've developed over the years that they can't seem to shake. Or they want to have more confidence. And one of the greatest fears is fear of public speaking. And, and they have a desire to do that, and, and that keeps them, uh, it keeps them from being what they want to be. And so it, it's, um, it's an amazing field, and um, uh, I don't think I'll ever know everything there is to know about it. It's impossible uh, to, to know everything there is to know about it, but um, I work really hard in connecting with people and finding and getting them what they need. And I, d I developed some lifelong friendships through this. So through the chamber, uh, there's a number of people that have, that have come to me and that I've helped that I see on a regular basis in our different functions and things. So, I think that um, we're all longing for connection. And um, subconsciously, you know, you get busy and you, you lose track of where you wanted to be in the first place. 
and and, and life just it, it just seems to keep going doesn't it you know one i'm week, glad most of the time yeah one week just flows into another week and and uh, uh we just stack one on top of another so that first thing you know it's it's january one again and we're we're blowing the horns and and uh uh, it, it, so we just go in, we just go in that, that constant circle and, um, we are, we are so busy trying to put food on the table, uh, try to put clothes on the kids, uh, all the different things that happen that we we forget that we really have some own, some personal goals and things. So, um, uh, mothers, especially they put their kids first before themselves. Okay. And, and often they need clothes that they don't buy for themselves because they're still putting clothes on kids uh, and, the, and their own personal needs. Although I do find that women take better care of themselves than men. That's why 75% of my clients are women. But sometimes it's after they've raised their kids that they really stop and say, hey, it's, it's time, I, I, it's time I, I face up that 20 pounds that I've been wanting to get rid of forever. It's time I deal with those feelings that I can't seem to get rid of. It's 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 time. Maybe I start my own business. Maybe I've always wanted to do this or that. So, but uh, but mothers do put them kids first, and um, and often uh, they're last. I think that could be said for a lot of people. Oh yes, yes, yes. So. Sean, you said so you were interested Uh-oh. in. <laughs> oh, you ready for this, folks? Sean, you're interested in experiencing hypnosis. Yeah, but the more we talk about it, the more I feel I'm I'm not scared of it. Yeah, I just you know I'm just trying to pick which fear I I hate the most. I hate mice, but that doesn't seem like a smart thing to fix right now. That's not. What what's um? <laughs> have you been hypnotized? I assume. Are you oh, easy oh, to hypnotize? Absolutely. I am. Do you, I am. Do you have like close friends that are hypnotists that? I do have. I'm in a small group in Indianapolis of, of, of lady hypnotists that I've met with. Uh, uh, so yeah, I've I've been I've been hypnotized, and uh, we, we all experience hypnosis. We're all hypnotic. I know it. You keep saying it, but then I start to think, and I'm like, am, am I being hypnotized right now? Are you already hypnotized? No, I'm not. No. Okay. Okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thanks for asking. I'm sure I will be. Okay. So when you're listening to someone and you find that you're just taking in what they're saying, yeah, you're in a you're in a st- focused state with them. If you're sitting there critically evaluating what they're saying, you are still in that critical mind. But when you have somebody that you highly respect and you're just soaking it in, mm-hmm. that's a that's a hypnotic state. That's a focused state where they're. Uh, whether it's a politician, a preacher, a doctor, uh, it, it's it's very it can be very hypnotic. So, you know, people, like I said, have such misconception conceptions about hypnosis. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and and you're nervous about it, as we should be. <laughs> well, I'm mostly nervous because if I do like go into a state and then it's caught on air and I then I regret whatever happens. Well, you don't you don't lose control. Well, that's what I feel. I don't know. You know right. People can even lie in hypnosis. Really? Absolutely. You're not a, you're, 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 you're not asleep. You're not asleep. It's what I'm imagining is like the the snap. Have you seen that? Like, well, I'm, go I'm, to sleep. I'm not going to. I'm not going to create a trigger for you. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Don't put in like I, some sort of tick to someday when somebody not, says elephant. I don't do that. That's not. I charge extra for that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I. You know, people have such misconceptions. Um, and so when I go to a health fair, 
Uh, it's really interesting. What's a health fair, by the way? Okay, they haven't done this for years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they'll have, uh, and they've done it at Hoosier Park, they'll do it at different places, where they have different businesses associated with health. Uh, the hospitals will have people there. There'll be massage therapists there, uh, people from all different uh, health organizations. And there'll be somebody there doing blood pressure checks. And uh, so all kinds of different bi- businesses related to health. And, uh, and I'll have a booth there. And so we'll be in a hallway, and we may have 20 or 40 tables, uh, depending on how big the health fair is. And people will just find a file through and they'll have handouts, kind of like going to uh, the boat and travel show. Yeah. You know? And uh, so um, at first, and, and of course, all the people on these other tables are watching you too. And, and I'll find someone that's willing to, to be hypnotized. And I said, I'm going to hypnotize you very quickly. I'm going to use a shock method. I'll hypnotize you very quickly. And I said, I'm going to help you let go of a little stress, a little anxiety, uh, calm you and quiet your mind a little bit. It's just three or four minutes. And um, and I do that, and, and they, they they feel better. Huh. And But they're they're all, you know, people kind of watching. Is he going to make them do something silly or stupid? And I don't do that. And so little by little, for it, after about an hour, there's a line. People wanting to experience that. And because they feel a little more, he's not making you do something stupid, and he's making them feel relaxed. And so... And most people don't relax, uh, so it's just kind of fun to see that. And um, uh, I've actually had people get uh, uh, one person uh, in in a health fair uh, gave up soda and never came went back to it. Huh. never went back to it. it. And it was a struggle for him. And in that little three or four minute thing, she said, "Can I let go of that feeling?" I said, "Absolutely." And it was gone. And so, uh, yeah. And so I, I'm hoping health fairs come back. Uh, and I think they probably will. They're kind of a, they're a popular thing, but um, but, but yeah, it's it's uh, it, you should try it. All right, you ready? So so um, we'll just have a little fun, and I'll see if we can do this with with. Um, um, so I'm going to show you what I'm going to have you do, and then I'll have you do it. Okay, that works All for right. me. All right. So in a moment, I'm going to have you hold your hands out. Okay. Bring them together, nice and tight. Bring them up like you're going to make a desperate prayer, and you can if you want. Hold the index fingers about inch apart. Stare at the space between the fingers, and just imagine the tips of your fingers are magnets. So come together and touch all by themselves. So hold your hands out. Bring them together nice and tight. Now bring them up like you're going to make that desperate prayer. Now hold the index fingers about inch apart. Stare at the space and imagine the tips are magnets, and you'll feel them coming together. That's right. And when they touch, close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And imagine holding the ones you love. And as long as you hold on to that feeling of holding the ones you love, those hands will lock tighter and tighter and tighter. Hold on to that feeling of that one you love. And, and now try to pull them apart, and they lock even tighter. And they lock even tighter. That's right. Now stop trying and let your hands come down. Open your eyes. Did you feel the power of that? Yeah. You, you, you got them. So. Just, you, you couldn't get them all the way apart. Yeah. That's the power of that emotion. And emotions are powerful. It's the emotions that keep people smoking. They have emotions connected to those cigarettes. It's just a habit. But So when you remove the emotions, it's, it's easy. So whenever there's a conflict between an emotion and the critical mind, the emotion wins every time. Okay? I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. Next thing you know, you eat it. Mm-hmm. Logically, you say, I'm not going to eat that. 
But what happens is the emotion overpowers it and you eat it. Like most things. Like most things. All right. So let's do another one. Okay. All right. So are you right-handed? I am. Okay. So in a moment, I'm going to have you hold your right hand in front of your face about 12 inches. Okay. But not yet. Okay. Fingers together, palm facing in. And I'm going to make some suggestions, and then I have you switch hands. Cool. Okay. So hold the right hand up in front. Okay. Focus on the tip of that finger. All right. Your fingers will begin separating, separating, wider and wider, farther and farther apart, separating, separating, wider and wider, farther and farther apart. Now switch hands. Okay. So the first hand opened quite <coughs> the first hand opened quite a bit, which means you take information very directly. Yep. The second would be inferred, which is a person that takes in information inferrently. Uh, and so you 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 process very quickly because you take it directly. Would, would that be a good assumption? Yeah, probably. You're a pretty fast. A person that is more more inferent, they're a slower processor. Are you married? I am married. Okay, so your wife is probably opposite to you. So when you bring a suggestion to her, she has to have time to process that, doesn't she? Very much so. And sometimes a day. Weeks. Okay, you see that? You're, you're totally opposite. We marry our opposites because we see the quality in them that's missing in us. True. And that's the spark between a relationship. So because you're very direct, she's more inferent. Okay? All right, so let's try one more. Okay. All right. So I want you to hold your hands out. Okay. Right now? Right now. All right. And I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I want you just to imagine closing your right hand around an imaginary handle to a metal bucket. Just close that hand. And I'm pouring pound after pound of wet sand into that bucket. Pound after pound of heavy, wet sand. And on your left arm, I'm tying a giant yellow helium balloon to your wrist on the left arm. And now I'm pouring more sand into that bucket. Wet, heavy sand. And now on the left arm, I'm tying 10 more giant, huge helium balloons, huge helium balloons, and more, more wet sand into that right arm bucket, heavy, wet sand. Now open your eyes and look. You feel the weight of the bucket? Somehow. And the lightness of the other arm? <laughs> I guess so, right? Because they're different? Yeah, absolutely. So let go of the bucket, and yeah, there you go. My shoulders are sore now. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, now what? All right. So this is a very simple process of going into hypnosis. Okay. Okay? And so I'm going to, and I do this because this is a way, one way I teach self-hypnosis. So you're, you're going to learn here in the next five minutes how to do self-hypnosis. Okay. Okay? There we go. Listeners, listen up. All right. So... In a moment, I'm going to have you relax all the tiny muscles in and around your eyes so completely that as long as you hold on to the relaxation, they just won't work. Now, we can open our eyes because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. okay? But today, I want you to remain in control. Close your eyes. Relax them all the way down to the, where they just don't work. And when you're convinced they're so relaxed that they just won't work, test them 
and proved yourself that they won't work. And the more you try to open them, the more they relax. You can move your eyebrows. That's weird. Now stop testing and just imagine going to whatever special place you like. Could be the mountains, could be an ocean beach. And just be there. Allow all the senses to come alive. And notice how it's, you feel like you're there, don't you? Yes. It's different than just closing your eyes and thinking about it. You're actually in that place in your mind. Now I'm going to show you how to deepen this state. And this time when I have you open your eyes, it'll open very easily. When I have you open and close your eyes, I'm going to let you double that relaxation. So open your eyes, close your eyes, and relax twice as deep. Twice as comfortable. Open your eyes, close your eyes, and double that relaxation again. Just imagine being wrapped in a warm blanket of relaxation. Open your eyes, close your eyes, and relax even deeper. Want it to happen, make it happen, and you can make it, and it will happen. Open your eyes, close your eyes, and go even deeper. And the deeper you go, the better you feel. The better you feel, the deeper you go. That's right. And one last time, open your eyes, close your eyes, doubling that relaxation once again. Be in that special place. Create that feeling that you want. And counting to f- one to five, you can open your eyes, you'll bring yourself all the way out of hypnosis. So count to five and open your eyes. One, two, three, four, five. Was that cool? That was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. It's, um, you were, that's actually a state of self-hypnosis. That's a state of self-hypnosis. So where is it, what's a feeling you like to release, let go of? Um, let's do anxiety. Well, what, 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 what gives me anxiety? Something very specific. That oh, that's specific. What do you mean, feel? Okay. Do you feel anxiety? Occasionally. Okay. I think we all do, right? Okay. So what makes you anxious? Um, to be honest, public speaking really does Okay. for somebody who has a podcast, believe it or not. Okay. So, so close your eyes and just imagine you're on stage. Okay. How high can you get that feeling? What do you mean? So are you anxious? If, as you imagine being on the stage, are you anxious about that feeling of being, being on the stage, getting ready to do public speaking? Maybe not as much as I thought I would be. So zero to 10, where, where are you at? Probably like a five. At a five. Okay. Where do you feel that in your body? Well, I, I feel it in my stomach. Okay. So I'm going to reach over. Uh, the, I want you to understand. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. This is, a mad, we're, this is an imagination, okay? Okay. I don't have to physically touch you. Okay. But I want you to feel that I'm reaching over with both hands, and I'm taking that anxiety, that five in your stomach, and I'm moving it up into your chest. And now it's moving up through your chest, into your throat, up into your neck. It's moving up into your head. All the way, and now it's going all the way out the top of your head, and it's gone. Completely gone. Let it be completely gone now. Nod your head if that feeling is completely gone. Well, you just got rid of it. Now you're standing on that stage, and you feel comfortable, don't you? I feel good. 
Yeah, you don't feel that anxiety anymore. Not really? It's gone. Open your eyes. It's gone. Well, now we got to test it out. Try to bring that feeling back. I'm trying. Try really hard. Try really hard. I can't even really put myself back in the situation. It's not there. How can you bring something back that's gone? That's a good point. And the more you try to bring it back, the farther away it goes. So what color represents love, joy, and happiness for you? Love, joy, and happiness. Yes, what colors represent that? That's a great question. Red, probably? Red? 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 Yes. Would that cover all three, or do you need to cover more colors? No, I'd say red. All right. So I'm creating a ball of energy that's red. Okay. And it's your love, joy, and happiness, and I'm thrusting it into your heart, and now it's expanding into your cells, and it's moving down to your stomach, and it's filling that hole that that sphere was at. And it's filling it up completely, and it's spilling over into every nerve, every fiber, every cell of your body. And you're feeling that continuing to grow as it creates an aura around you, a protection of love, joy, and happiness. And whenever you see the colors red, yellow, blue, green, purple, pink, white, or black, that love, joy, and happiness, that red love, joy, and happiness will continue to expand and grow, fill you and protect you, and give you that wonderful feeling that you like that confident feeling of standing out on that stage and owning that stage without that negative feeling, but with a positive, strong, confident feeling that is you anyway, right? Right. That's right. Open your eyes. Cool? Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> that, that's the kind of magic I do. That's hypnosis. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That'll be $100. I was going to say, do, do, you, do you charge for your time? Not today. Not today? Not today. <laughs> I wonder if anybody else got hypnotized listening to this right now. Well, possibly. Hopefully they're not driving. Driving? Yeah. Don't close your eyes. Don't close, Don't close them and open them, close yeah. them and open them. Yeah. They, if they paid attention, they learned something. Yeah. I learned something. And they can do self-hypnosis. So if you have a feeling you don't like... Mm-hmm. You can go into that state, which I just showed you how to do, and you can change it by creating what you want. Never try to get rid of a state. Create a different state that's opposite to it. Okay? We never try to... So if I said, don't think about the pink elephant down by the stream, what do you do? Think about the pink elephant. Absolutely. So you never focus on what you don't want. You create a focus on what you do want. And when you go into that state... You can change the way you feel, and you can bring that feeling out with you when you count to five. And so you've made that total shift in five minutes. You can go home and let go of the day and focus on the evening in five minutes. And now you're not thinking about work when you're at home or at work thinking about being at home. You're not... You're not nowhere, you're everywhere at the same time. You can, sp- you can departmentalize these. You can space them and change them. And you can be fully attentive to your wife and family in the evening because you've separated yourself. And you have cleared that out of your, out of your mind. Which I think is the hardest thing to do, right? Live completely in a moment, especially when somebody could text you at a heartbeat and change everything. yeah. yeah. So when you want to be in the moment, just rub your tongue against the top of your, of your mouth and be aware of that feeling. And then wiggle your toes and be aware of your feet. 
And where your feet are, that's where you are. And so you can, you can practice being in the moment. So, but with hypnosis, you can clear those thoughts. You can calm that mind. You can let those things go so that you're more in control. And some people, all I have to do is tell them to close their eyes and they go to that place, especially if I've worked with them some. Yeah. And, and I, do, I do have triggers that I, that I give them that, so that when they listen to the recording, it, it takes them into that state. Mm-hmm. And one of them is I use is the word deep sleep, and I, I'll program that in the session several times so that when they listen to the recording, they're going to go back to that state and they're going to become very in tune to my voice. So, uh, so that I know they're getting quality when they listen to those recordings. Yeah. They're very hypnotic to them. How long are those recordings usually? Usually 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't make them super long. But, uh, but yeah, one of them, there's three parts of the, of the uh, recording, three parts of every session. One is, is to get them into that state. One is the, what we would call the sermon, mm-hmm. the, the message or what they need to change. And then the third is to guide them into natural sleep and to close out the session. So it's, 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 it's broken up into three parts and uh, to be very complete. So, uh, yeah. Have you ever thought about having a podcast? Because I, think I of I, what a way to reach the audience. Yeah, I've, um, I did a radio show for, I did a 12, 12 week radio show and, um, it was just a lot of work that I, at 73, yeah. I, I have all I want to do. I never get everything done in my office. Uh, I am my own secretary. Uh, so uh, I have to handle all the business stuff. I have to, uh, there's just stuff all the time that, uh, that I'm struggling to get to, along with taking care of clients and all the things that I do. So, and then going to all the meetings and things that I do. So I really, and I, I don't, probably give myself enough time to be me. And uh, my wife, uh, I told my wife when I started this business, I was going to be half retired guy, half hypnotist. And uh, that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> well, aren't you the same guy telling people to let go of some things? Exactly. Wally? Exactly. Take your own Sean, advice. huh? who has too many businesses. I, hey, we all do that. Yeah, we, we all, all fill our that. plate a little bit too high. We all do that. So I do try, I have done some decluttering. And... Um, so I don't take on more. I, I'm at, I've just, uh, there's some things I won't do. I won't take on a podcast. I'm happy to, uh, to be on one. and We uh, appreciate it. And uh, to share. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, I'm on the radio about once a month with uh, uh, Morning with Mitch. Yep. And so uh, I, I do a lot of different things, and I do charitable work. Uh, so um, You're busy I, enough. I'm busy enough. And uh, so I, I do have to, to uh, work on blocking out time for me. Yeah, and that's important. So, Wally, we're 46 minutes into this. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you to either book a session or do that discovery call or just kind of learn more about the Anderson uh, Hypnosis Center? A good place to start is andersonhypnosiscenter.com. That's my webpage. There's uh, testimonial videos from clients. There's uh, uh, videos that I have done that are only like five minutes long that explain what hypnosis is and several things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some blogs at the end that they can that they can they can look at. There's also a page there that they can fill out a form and and that'll come to me by email. 
Uh, if they're interested in more information, or if they're interested in a consultation, they can call me at 765-442-3210. And that's my cell phone that I carry with me. Perfect. And I probably should make sure that it's off because it... it uh, it could interrupt our session. Oh, man. We're already 47 minutes in. So at this point, <laughs> it just fortunate. ended. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the calls come in, and they come in uh, th threes. Have you ever noticed that? Everything comes in threes. They come in threes. So um, I often get, uh, when the phone gets busy, it's busy for a while. So, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, those are the best ways to get me. I'm also a member of the Chamber of Commerce, so uh, you can get, through, get to me through the Chamber. But uh, the website, uh, I also have a YouTube channel, yes. Anderson Hypnosis Center. And, um, and so the same videos that are on that are, are on, well, no, there's a few more that are on there. But, um, but, but yeah, and I'm always open to speak to groups and uh, to, to come out and do a free session with a group of people to, to because my best advertising is educating people. And I think that that's what we did best on this podcast is kind of, you know, maybe change some people's perspectives um, and educate them on hypnosis. So, Mr. Wally Post, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Hey, guys. Thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly which is Sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.